Be sure to check out the amazing merch we have on Teespring at POTN Official Store. Link provided in the description. Yeah, you know. It's your boy. <laughs> yeah. I listen. I started out on the pavement Bet you thought I wouldn't make it Wondering why you ain't did it? Cause you only work in that day shift Yeah, success is contagious We winners on regular basis A lot of y'all getting mad, huh? Like how we do it from the basement I ain't been getting no sleep uh, Lately I'm playing for keeps uh, Lately I'm out on these streets Been talking to God And welcome back to another episode of the Potent Podcast a podcast dedicated for people and motivating all of you listeners to go that one step further in your life. I'm your host Takura and today I'm joined by a very good friend of mine and fellow aviator, my good friend Pamir. Pamir, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining again, man. And yes, it's an honor to always speak with you. I think we always talk, you know, off the podcast as well. So it's going to be a good discussion today. So, you know, look forward to talking and hearing more about you and how you encompass the values of POTS. All right, so we'll just jump straight into it, bro. You know, I'm pretty sure our listeners are curious to know a bit about yourself, you know. So can you tell our listeners where you're from, what you're currently doing at the moment, and what you get up to in your free time? My name is Pamir. I'm a, an aircraft engineer. I work in the aircraft maintenance environment. I went to university with Takora. We both studied the same subjects. And in my spare time, my hobbies are playing games hiking, playing cricket, learning new things, and I'm also a student pilot. Amazing, man. Those are the amazing things, you know. So you actually work on actual aircraft. So people who will be flying on holidays and stuff, you're one of the guardian angels looking after the aircraft as well. And I can see you're passionate about flying. And also I know that, and I'm pretty sure the listeners will hear a lot more from what you say about how passionate you love flying and how it helps us, you know, keep us going and keep us motivated. Flying is something I've been passionate about from very, very young age. It's something that makes me happy. And when I was a little kid, always looking up at these pilots and their lifestyle, it always uh, fascinated me, it always made me wanted to be in the same situation. So that's exactly what I did. When I finished my college, I went and studied aerospace system engineering, which is essentially studying aircrafts. And then now I'm pursuing to become a pilot, studying at the moment, and hopefully at some point in the future, I'll get my commercial license. Yeah, man, and, and that's a good vision to have because of your building up to that. And like you said, you know, step by step, and, you know, obviously, you know, one day you will get it. You know, it's going to take a bit of time, but you will get it, bro. And I really like that. So, you know, on that, you know, I, w- I want to ask you a bit more about your passion because, you know, I know your passion is aviation. You know, can, can you tell our listeners what you love most about it? Um, as I said, you know, I'm, I'm one of those guys who kind of fall in love with planes from a very young age. I'm very interested. Uh, well, being a pilot, it's a lifestyle, not just work. They've got a very unique lifestyle and I was always interested. I'm still interested to, to become one. And initially I was interested how these planes were made, how aircraft were made. And slowly, slowly my interest has grown and now I want to learn how to fly them and become a commercial pilot. The experience, it's something that I enjoy, it's something that I it brings excitement to me and to my life. And I think you should always do or learn more something that brings you happiness. 
exactly, man. It's important for us to, you know, focus on what makes us happy. And, you know, like, like for you and me, it's flying and it's aviation, but, you know, for other people, it can expand a lot wider than aerospace, you know, it can be traveling, it can be, you know, nature. And I would say to our listeners as well, you know, always do something that makes you happy or do a lot of things that make you happy. That way you're a lot more productive and you have a lot more to do. So, you know, on that, man, you know, I'd like, I'd really like to know who would you say has inspired you and made a positive impact on you? Um, look, there is no individual that I can name. There are astronauts, engineers, pilots, actors, and more that I that all have very inspiring story and they all have some sort of positive impact on me and others. Let me give you a good example. Recently, I came across this pilot. If you haven't heard about her, I strongly suggest look into pilot Jessica's life. Believe it or not, she's the world first licensed armless pilot. Can you believe that she is flying a plane with no arms? She also has a black belt in Taekwondo. There are so many good examples and uh, and they all inspire me one way or another. Uh, inspire me to be grateful, to be positive and work harder on uh, what I love the most. Absolutely, bro. That's an amazing example and I, I will check her out. You know, it's always good to see somebody not let what their limitations stop them, but, you know, power through them and really make it difference that's really really motivational man and you know for sure if, if all the other listeners you know if you want to check her out right so yeah check out pilot jessica as well that, that's an amazing example bro so you know moving on from that you know what experience have you gone through that has shown you you know that positivity still exists in the world and in people Recently, I've applied to a uh, role for which I was a bit overqualified. I went through the recruitment process, had the interview, and eventually I was told that I was unsuccessful. Obviously, I was very disappointed and upset, and I asked for feedback. The individual who did my interview was surprisingly a big figure in the company. So he asked me to come and see him for the feedback as one-to-one feedback. When I went to see him, we talked about the interview, we talked about the positive and the negative side of the whole interview. And when I got the time to ask him, why did you reject me for the role? He said something completely unexpected and I was quite surprised as well. He said that the role was not suitable for me and the reason I have invited you to come and see me, I have uh, an offer of a different role if you're interested. He then explained everything about the role and obviously I'm the kind of person I accepted the role on that spot straight away. So this shows that positivity still exists in people. I'm grateful for what he did and I'm sure I'll remember him for life. Absolutely, man. That's a really touching thing, man. And you've taken that outcome and obviously used it, you know, to create even more doors for yourself. And now you're open to a lot more things. So that's a really, really good example. Right. Okay. So, you know, we'll we'll move on, bro. And, you know, can you tell our listeners how, you know, with all of the things you do with the flying, with working, you know, as an aircraft technician, you know, how you overcome the challenges you face? Um, I would say I use the following methods to overcome big challenges, challenges which are big and stressful. I always take a step back, think through the challenge and reduce it to a smaller task and plan it to how to do it, when to do it and so on. The one important thing in all this is that I reach out for help. If I can't, if I can't and I don't know anything, I always reach out. Remember, reaching out is not a failure, but failing to ask for help, you need 
is a failure. So the methods that I use are quite straightforward. Whenever there's a big challenge, I step back and I think through the whole thing. And on a daily basis, I plan my different tasks and I've got a routine set to follow. Yeah, that, that sounds very, very structured and, you know, it's a very good way of breaking down the task because, you know, if, if you give yourself the time to assess overcoming it and breaking it down into chunks, it helps you overcome it when you're taking it step by step. And yeah, that's, that's a very, very good answer. On that, bro, you know, with everything, with the challenges we face, you know, sometimes we overcome them and sometimes the outcome is not really what we expect. So can you tell our listeners what you think is the most valuable thing about failure? Oh, there are many important lessons you can learn from failure. I think the first lesson is that you are forced to revise your approach. It means to realize I was doing something wrong and change plan and prepare better next time. I think that's the first lesson that you learned from failure. I also believe that failure makes you stronger, compassionate, and it teaches you a new way of coping with emotion. It means that your brain is now trained on how to deal with it next time if the same situation happens again. In social life, failure makes you learn about who your true friends really are. True friends will stay with you around even if you're not successful. They'll be there no matter what situation you are in. So there are quite a few lessons failure can teach you and these are a few. Yeah, exactly, bro. I agree with you 100% there, man. It's about learning and taking those lessons going forward is once you know what to avoid you become more productive in a sense because you know what works for you and what doesn't so it makes things a lot easier in terms of when you approach new initiatives and stuff if you, if you try different approaches if you try let's say the same approach that didn't work then it may not work again i think there's that saying is you know insanity doing the same thing over and over expecting a different result Whereas, you know, once you see that one one way doesn't work, you can find other ways of, of breaking that task down. So that's very, very good. So, you know, on that, man, you know, with everything that talked about so far, building up, and I know it's a step-by-step process and it's a learning curve as we go, what would you say excites you about the future going forward? Oh, I'm excited about the future. We're in an age where technology is advancing faster than it ever has before. Almost every day you hear stories about new ambition projects and new technology. Look at artificial intelligence, look at self-driving cars, look at the projects going to Mars. These are the things that to be excited for. I understand what's happening around the world at the moment. There's always hope for it. There's also the dark side of the future, not knowing what's going to happen. But I look at the brighter side of the future, which always excites me. Exactly, man. And, you know, there's an excitement about going into the unknown because you don't know what will come out of it. And you're hungry to take on new things and see where that takes you. And that is the adventure of always wanting to progress and you learn as you go. So you're getting better and better each time. So, you know, on that, bro, when you're doing a task, what would you say helps you stay focused and productive when you're completing the task? To stay focused on any activity, I make myself a set of goals and targets and I try to stick to it. My targets are always achievable. They're always sensible. I strongly recommend everyone who's listening to have a diary of to-do list when you're trying to complete, when 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 you're trying to stay focused on completing a specific activity. Obviously, to achieve a a target, 
you need to make sure you have rules. For example, if it's a timed project or activity, obviously you need to understand about yourself as well. Figure out what time you can work more efficiently, more effectively when there is no distraction. Figure out where the best place you can you can work. Obviously, you can't work, you can't study in your bed. Have a workstation for yourself. These are the things that make me stay focused on finishing an activity. I would say to add on to this, to stay productive, I try to look after my health, my sleep. I exercise daily. I make sure I have a to-do list, as I mentioned, having routines. And obviously, sticking to the deadlines of your to-do list is always important to stay productive and focused. Exactly. Just having a list of what you want to work on, it helps you in the sense, okay, and this is the favorite for us, like it helps us envision what we need to complete. And then it already sets an objective in our brains that we want to tick things off. And there's a satisfaction of you writing down a list and scribbling it out. I'm pretty sure, you know, you can agree on, on this, you know, when you've got a list of things to do and you're scribbling things out and you see that from the 10 things you've set up for yourself you've managed to complete all 10 and that's an amazing feeling isn't it it's always an amazing feeling when you finish when you achieve your targets and it's the same concept with everyone and it brings you the extra boost of uh, confidence peace of mind and obviously as your confidence grows you tend to do extra things where you're not comfortable doing it so yeah having a set of targets and achieving it brings you a lot of confidence and peace of mind Exactly, bro. Exactly. You know, it's it's one of those things where it's it's a slow thing and it starts small, but you build up from that. You know, and it, you can start small by, you know, for example, let's say your work desk. You want to make sure it's neat and tidy by the time you finish that kind of a thing, and you you build on from there. You can clear a bookshelf and all that stuff. So you know, it starts small, and then you start building up the confidence to take on bigger tasks. Then it helps you become, like you said, you know, helps you stay focused, helps you build up that confidence and productivity. But, you know, on that, actually, you know, I'm curious to know what you do to handle, like how you handle stress. To handle stress, I think you have to keep a positive attitude. You have to accept that there are things that you cannot control. You have to be very assertive instead of very aggressive. You also have to, you know, express your feeling, opinions, belief. In my line of work, I get tested and put on stress slightly different. Well, when I have to make sure a plane is ready for a specific time, obviously to overcome that kind of challenge, the key in my role is to delegate tasks to others so that the job is done within the time skills. Uh, again, a delegation plays a, a crucial role in my area where obviously there's tasks that one person can't complete. So it has to be delegated to other colleagues and other people so it can be achieved within the time scale. So that's something I use in my line of work and that's how I handle stress. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, I hear that, bro. It's quite a unique way, isn't it? You know, when you've got the avenue of delegating and breaking down bigger sets of working and delegating it amongst other people, hence making your job load a lot easier. And, you know, another thing I'll, I'll add on to it, you know, if, if people are in positions where they feel a bit stressful, you know, it's important to sometimes, you know, take a step back and, you know, give yourself some time to relax rest your brain because obviously your, your brain is your super weapon so you need to you know give it time to recharge you know think about something else completely different and when you come back to a task that's let's say giving you a bit of stress you know you're refreshed you're rejuvenated and you see that 
you will become a lot you tackle that particular challenge you know with a lot more enthusiasm a lot more innovation with a rested mind and you know you're ready to tackle it because you've, you've given yourself the space to recharge your batteries so you know Premier, you know i'm curious to know i'm pretty sure our listeners as well are keen to know a bit a bit more about yourself what would you say are your strongest qualities and which one of them would you like to pass on to somebody else who's interested in learning that's a uh, very typical interview question i'm a um, reliable passionate proactive organized individual who's always willing to learn from new experiences i try to plan things in advance as much as i can if i could teach that to anybody i can teach anybody in the world i think that would be great yeah i agree bro and that's a very unique skill that you can also pass on as well and it will also build up team synergy you know, if you've got an understudy who's looking to learn it and, you know, when they pick it up, you feel a sense of accomplishment when you successfully, like, you know, the the whole sensei and the student and teacher thing. So, you know, you, you feel really, really good about something when you see somebody master something that you taught them. So, you know, on that, you know, I, I now know about your strongest, you know, quality. But is there anything new you're looking to learn as we go forward? There is there is that quote and it says that never stop learning because life never stops teaching. I'm still learning about myself and how to improve my people skills. In addition to that, I would like to learn more about, you know, new technologies, new software, social media and more. You never stop learning. So there's always new things to learn. As I mentioned, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to learn new softwares uh, and technologies. Okay, good, man. And, and you're expanding your knowledge base and your skill base. And ultimately, you go from being with, with the skills you have, you become multidimensional. You can do so many more things. That you feel confident to do pretty much branch into anything and go into that with a great deal of optimism. So, you know, in closing, what inspiring words would you tell our listeners who are looking to improve? Look, I'm in the same situation as everyone else. I try to improve myself every day and I believe it's not easy. So to improve yourself and expand your knowledge, I think we have to do the followings. And I do that on a, on a daily basis. I try to do it as much as I can. Investing time in reading, whether it's books, articles, anything, I try to read daily just to expand my knowledge on different topics that I want to learn or different things that I want to know about. The other thing I would say is learn something new, pick up a new hobby, walking, hiking, cycling, anything that makes you active. I've recently started um, walking and it's been great. It's a good practice for my head, my brain to get a little relaxation from everything else. In addition to all of that, I'll say work on your, your fears, fears of uh, speaking in public, fear of taking risk, work on dislike qualities, anything that you don't like about yourself, work on it on a daily basis and I'm sure you will improve it. And the most important thing I'll say, have a set of plan, have a set of routine. I'm going to leave you with this quote. It says, success is not final, failure is not fatal. It's the courage to continue that counts. This quote has a quite deep meaning. So never stop learning and have a plan for everything. Yeah, exactly, bro. And you can see, you know, from the quote as well, that's a very, very powerful quote because in essence, it's how we live our daily lives. You know, we win, we lose, but our success is not defined by us, you know, stopping when we lose. It's about us continuing and powering through those tough times and coming out on the other side, you know, with something we've learned and something we can use going forward and build onto our knowledge and our success. So, you know, that that's a really, really good answer. And thank you for taking the time to speak with me. 
we've now reached the end of another amazing episode of the Potem Podcast. I'd like to thank all of you listeners for listening in and reaching the end of today's episode. I'd like to thank my guest, Tamir, for joining. Thank you, Tamir, for joining. Thank you. Uh, thank you for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome, man. It's, it's always a pleasure to have a conversation with you. And it's, it's normally quite in-depth and it, 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 we do break things down to the granular level as well. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts and YouTube. Till next time, everyone. Be well and take care. Yeah. Music by 3T.